This is the Better Reading Podcast platform with stories behind the story, Jane's Be Better Podcast, my book chat with Caroline Overington and more. Looking for a particular podcast? Remember, you can always skip to it. Welcome to the Better Reading Podcast, stories behind the story, brought to you by Belinda Audio. Listen to Belinda Audiobooks, anywhere, everywhere. Hi, this is Cheryl Arkell and Jane Tara from the Better Reading Podcast, and this is our weekly book chat segment where we discuss our favourite new releases, book news and more. Lots more. Hello everyone, it's Cheryl Arkell and Jane Tara and we're back for book chat. I think we're up to number nine book chat. I know, we are. So we're old hands at this now. Uh, doesn't time fly? <laughs> it does, certainly the last couple of weeks. Well, uh, wasn't last week a big week? It's Sydney Writers Festival yes. last week, the Arbias, the mm. Industry Awards Night. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a night. Mm. I am still wrecked from last week. Yeah. <laughs> Are you wrecked? I mean, we just did so much, didn't we? It was yeah. so much fun. Yeah. We drank a lot of champagne. Mm, we did. Mm. Way too much champagne. But, yeah. you know, but we had a great night. We talked to mm. so many wonderful authors. Yeah. Um, why don't we start with chatting with Pip Williams? Wasn't she great? She is so lovely. And it's it, mm. because we've worked with her for a while now and we've mm. never actually met her in person. Because, it was the first time. Of course, Dictionary came out just as the pandemic hit. So That's we've right. sort of only met her on Zoom. Yeah. yeah. So she won the General Fiction Award Mm -hmm. for her book, The Dictionary of Lost Words. She was at the event. Yes. um, And it was such an exciting moment for her. Yeah. I mean, just imagine, here you are, you're you're an author, you write your first book, Mm -hmm. and it just goes off like that. I mean, it's it's unusual, but it's wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those rare things in life. And, um, you know, she's hit gold with it. But... It is an unusual story it as is. well. And it, and is. it came out at a time where we just really needed a great story yeah, and yeah. Uh, she so gave you, it to us. She mm. really did. So if you haven't read it, because I know a lot of people have, I think the sales have been well above 100,000 copies. Yes. Yeah. But if you haven't read it, it's called The Dictionary of Lost Words. Now, the overall winner mm. of the night was at the Arbias, which is the Australian Book Industry Awards night, uh, was Julia Baird for her book, Phosphorescent. Mm. again, which was released around the same time, just when COVID hit. Yes, and I remember clearly because we um, had that Actually, it was we'd just gone home and were working from home. I think we'd been yes. working from home for a week, and that was uh, delivered to my door. And of course, this pandemic had hit. We had no idea what was going to happen in the world at that point. Who would have known Who that it would, would still be going? I know, I know. And it was pretty scary times. And I remember sitting with that book in my backyard with the sun on my face, thinking everything is going to be okay. Reading that book and finding so much solace in it. Well, it's it's kind of because Julia's story is interesting in itself because yes. she had, you know, she had cancer mm. and I think she had a very serious bout of cancer. And to get through that, she decided to focus on things that were beautiful and that were around her and she was starting to look and look up and mm. see things. The light in the world. To mm. see the light in the world. Mm. It's just such a beautiful book. And yeah. it's kind of musings about that, isn't it? It really is. And, of course, it's done exceptionally well. It would have done well anyway, you know, but the timing of it to be put out into the world when people needed it most, 
en masse like yeah. that. I, I think it's a great win for her, actually, to get Book of the Year. Beautiful well book, mm. beautiful design. And Julia got up on stage mm. and she accepted the award. She was there at the event and she accepted the award and she spoke a little bit about the book and where it came from. But she also shared with the audience that her mother had just died a couple yeah. of days prior. Yeah, the morning Was bef- that just yeah, so moving? I, I, I tried to tell someone about that yesterday and got really emotional. It was yeah. just such a beautiful speech. She has an incredible way with words, but to share that with us in that moment, you know, yeah, it was very emotional. Yeah. So much has been happening. A lot of people were in town for the Sydney Writers mm-hmm. Festival last week, but also Adam Thompson came into our office because we haven't had a lot of people in the office because No, of we COVID. haven't. So it's nice to have an author back in and it's really nice to meet Adam Thompson because Wasn't we loved not? this book so much. Yeah. It's called Born Into This and it's a collection of short stories. Mm. But wasn't he sweet? He's lovely. Yeah. I cannot wait to see what he does next. Well, he's writing fiction, he told yeah. us. Yeah. So if you want to um, see this, um, well, what will we call it? An interview with Adam. It's yeah. on Facebook. Mm. We recorded it live and uh, you don't have to watch them live. Remember, they get recorded and they're there and you can watch them whenever you're ready. But I really do think this one's worth going back to, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's a lovely man and, uh, you know, he's an excellent writer. And this book is, you know, in my top three for the year. Yeah. Do you know, I recorded a podcast with George Saunders recently mm. and, you know. You're like, just name dropping Again, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I really loved it. It was It's such a good podcast. It was a great conversation. And we were talking about where stories come from and mm. how stories aren't always the written story. Yeah. And I spoke to him about Adam Thompson because when I'd recorded a podcast with Adam, you know, a few months back, I asked him why it is that he hadn't put pen to paper yet. And he said, well, he's been telling stories all his life. Mm. You know, you know, they're they're orators, a lot of communities, a lot of Indigenous communities, you know, where books uh, haven't been available, but stories are always available. Mm. Mm. Well, I was saying to him in the office that I think, you know, these are really important stories. You laugh, you cry, you feel uncomfortable with them. But I gave it to both of my sons. I've told you that. And, uh, and, you know, all of us, very different ages, all of us loved that book. Mm. Yeah. It should be in schools. That's what I think. So if anyone out there's listening. Teachers. Yeah, teachers. Get it onto the curriculum. Yeah, absolutely. High schools. And just a little note, such a fun age, because we had Kylie Reid in the office a little while ago now, going but pre. COVID. Yes. Uh, she's done so well with, with this book. She has. Um, she's sensational, isn't it she? Won it won International yeah. Book of the Year. Mm-hmm. At yeah. the night of the obvious. Okay, yeah. all right, what have you got? I, well, I actually want to mention the um, Small Publishers Book of the Year, and that is The Animals in That Country by Laura Jean Mackay. And, you know, this came through the office. It's unusual. It's, you know, something comes along and it's just, it turns the tables on writing. It's just a really, really weird read that everyone who has read it has gone, this is so different, and I loved it. Loved it. So I'm really pleased for Laura Jean McKay and um, um, Scribe that they won this, won this award because it's a great book. Well, um, Scribe didn't win Small Publisher of the Year. They have in the past. Mm. UQP, University of Queensland Press, Mm. won Small Publisher of the Year. And Penguin Random House won Publisher of the Year. Yeah. It was a really good night. It's good we don't have to do that every week, right? Oh, I I couldn't. (laughs) We need a year year to recover. (laughs) Two nights out in a row and I was a wreck. (laughs) Absolutely.
<laughs> and there was Literary Book of the Year as well, A Lonely Girl is a Dangerous Thing by Jessie too. Mm. I mean, you know what What else um, sitting at the event last week reminded me that how vibrant Australian writing is at the moment. Yeah, I and agree. young people yes. seeing young debuts, you know, hit mm. bestseller lists, seeing young writers being recognised. Mm. It's super exciting, isn't mm. it? Yeah, really exciting time. Loads of great books coming in. And it is one of those things that, you know, every year now I look forward to it to see what's yeah. what's up there. Yeah, yeah. what's happening. Mm, so what else have you got? You've got our book of the week there. I do. I've got the book of the week. It's called Sweet, Sweet Revenge. And it's such a quirky cover, isn't it? Sweet, Sweet Revenge Limited. And he's uh, the author of the international bestseller, The Hundred-Year-Old Man Who Climbed Out of the Window and Disappeared. Uh, now, is it Jonas Jonasson? Yes, I believe yes. so. <laughs> Jonas Jonasson. It's a really good book. It's been a big hit in Europe. It's wild. It's hilarious. It's actually quite bonkers. Yeah. And it's revenge comedy, but um, a really lighthearted book, um, if, if that's how you're feeling at the moment. Yeah, it's a good which one is for the exactly, weekend read. If you just exactly need, yeah. how I'm feeling at yeah. the moment. Mm, well, I've got two Cathy's in front oh, of me. Oh, you do? And both of them got? are best-selling authors. So Cathy Rikes has got the bone code out, which is, I think it's number 20 in the Temperance Brennan series. Yes. Uh, so, and, you know, I don't need to... Now, you know, she is a forensic scientist herself. She is. She is and, you know, I met her a few years ago, mm. and I know I've got a podcast coming up with her, but I met her a few years ago post um, 9-11, mm. and she was working. She was uh, on Staten Island, and yeah. they were. she was part of the team that was trying to identify bodies yeah. through bones. Yeah. I mean, extraordinary woman. I know. She is. She's, She's quite incredible. Yeah. And um, I'm pretty sure she's an academic. She teaches at um, yeah. one of the colleges over there. So, yet she knows her stuff. Yeah, she's clearly. been writing for a yeah. long time and still well-loved and well-read. Yeah. yeah, a lot of readers out there. Number 20, The Bone Code, that's out now. And then, you know, um, Kathy Kelly, who, of course, has a huge following. Um, this is her latest. She does great uh, general women's fiction. Uh, and this is called Other Women. And, um, oh, look, I just curled up over the weekend with this and it was fantastic. And Kathy came out a few years ago and um, sort of publicly acknowledged that she had been assaulted when she was younger. And um, now she's weaving a lot of those themes into her books. And so I kind of went into this thinking, oh, do I need to put a trigger warning or something in? Because some of the yeah. subject matter is quite heavy. Uh, but the way she does it, it is so hopeful and emotional and witty. And it's really about female friendship, mm. you know, the I sisterhood. I recorded a podcast with her a couple of weeks mm. ago, uh, of course, via Zoom. Um, but I just had the most extraordinary conversation yeah. with her, really bright. And she talked to me about, you know, being yeah. abused as a child. But she writes she writes uh, commercial, what does she write? What's the genre? Women's fiction. Women's with, fiction, yeah. But with empathy. And it, there yeah. are always quite serious themes. Marianne Keyes does the same yes. thing, doesn't she? Yeah, she does. Um, yeah. But they, they kind of, it's not that they're making light of it. They Mm -mm. just present it in a way that is... um, Well, the women are strong. They're survivors. They are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I think you'd identify with her characters. Yeah. And if not, 
you know, the main character, it's always one of the friends or you identify yeah. with these women. They're you and they're your sisters and they're your friends. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, well, that's the new Kathy Kelly, It right? is. What's it's it a called? great book. It's called Other Women. Right. Mm. Okay, so before we wrap up today, Jane, um, I just want to remind people, 8 o'clock Wednesday nights on yeah. Facebook, mm-hmm. 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you don't watch it live, you can go back and watch it recorded. But if you do watch it live, you actually get to interact with the author. Yeah. Yep. And people love doing that. The you author can ask is questions. there in your lounge room. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that is right. The, the author is yeah. there in the lounge room. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for us today. Mm-hmm. And until next time, which is next week, see you then. See you next week. If you'd like more information about Better Reading, follow us on Facebook or visit betterreading.com.au. This podcast is proudly sponsored by Belinda Audio. Belinda Audiobooks are available on CD and MP3 from online booksellers and bookshops everywhere. Or you can download from Audible, Google Play or the iBookstore. We've also created our own app called BorrowBox that's available from both the App Store and Google Play. All you need to do to get it working is to download the app, join your local public library, and you'll gain access to the world's best collection of e-books and e-audiobooks available for you to loan on your phone or your personal device. Belinda, we're here to enable you to escape, imagine, grow, and be inspired through the power of storytelling. Belinda Audiobooks. Anywhere. Everywhere. being a little extra can be a bit much but when it comes to healthcare it pays to be extra and united healthcare makes it easy with health protector guard fixed indemnity insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company they supplement your primary plan helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods so when it comes to covering your medical bills you can feel good about being a little extra visit uh1.com to find the health protector guard plan for you If you enjoyed this podcast, leave us a review and check out the other podcasts on the Better Reading Network.